Welcome to Pathless Podcast. We are a 5e and Pathfinder actual play podcast. Uh, we are trying to learn 5e after our years of playing Pathfinder, and our main campaign is the one that you're about to listen to. It's Lightlessness. Um, we compare some of the rules when they come up to Pathfinder, but we also publish a another campaign known as Pumpkin Spice that you'll see on our feed as well. So I have one of our player characters, Sam, here, and he is going to get you up to speed on where we're at. Hey, everybody. So in the last episode, the party plus Mythalite um, has gone north to the trading town of Telus. Um, it's kind of a party going on because this week is the festival of the Founders. And uh, we are in need of a guide to get us to the Ketchu Path. But right now, before we do that, Notch and Morva, Morva thank you are going to have a eating contest and see if we can talk to Ferrier to drop off the horses because we borrowed them from Finnegan. Okay, so you guys are sitting at the table alongside the very large Ferrier, the small half-elf half elf boy, and three lumberjacking-looking fellows who are uh, natives to tell us. Uh, the judge comes up. We thank you all for joining us for the second-to-last event for Founders Day. We are all so sad to see it go. But this, of course, symbolizes uh, what many of our men stand for, eating, and uh, eating in excess. So we hope that our contestants enjoy and take place in the spirit of the games and eating till they can eat no more. And you are going to be given plates of meals, and whoever clears the amount of plates... Uh, the most amount of plates will win in the end. So, we will begin on my count. Hey, Morma, be sure to dunk it. To One, food. two, three. Okay, so um, we're, I explained some of the rules last time, um, but both of you, why don't you start by saying how many meals you're going to get free before your character starts getting full. I can go three. And you took that from your constitution modifier? Yep. And my costume modifier is two. Like two okay. three. So you guys make it through the first three meals for Morva. He's a larger dragonborn fellow. He eats through them. Um, and two meals for Notch. Uh, one thing just to clear up from last time, I had said will save. And will saves are gone in 5e. That's a Pathfinder thing. And it is now replaced by a wisdom saving throw. Um, each of the core attributes are now saving throws for different purposes. So, Will was Wisdom before, we're going to go with a Wisdom saving throw, and I did say Constitution saving throw before, so that works out fine into the same chord, too. So, we'll have your characters start rolling. Um, for the dipping food knowledge, um, you know, for your first meal, we'll, you know, give you a plus one on your roll, you know, for your first meal after that time, and then we'll go back to, like, the actual rules in place. So, uh, the original DC for the first meal after, you know, those that you have eaten is 15. So, you can both make your rolls and let me know whether or not you pass and fit another meal in your stomachs. Sure. Pass. Pass. Okay. What'd you roll? Jerry? 17. 17. Plus. Okay. Whatever. Let me know if you guys get a 20 or something, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Just so, you'll plate. keep track of your meals, correct? Yep. Yeah. Alright. And we're going for our second meal, which is a DC 16 now. So is this, so we have three for uh, Morva, and we have two for Notch. Uh, Notch. So since they both passed the first one, it's now four and three? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And now they're going for five and four. So Morva, did you pass? Yes. Sixteen on the dot. Sixteen, okay. And Notch? Did not pass. Okay, Notch, how much did you fail by for a DC of sixteen? Uh, I failed by eleven. Okay, so that gets you a... Plus four to your wisdom saving throw, which was equal to the 16, now plus four. So you have a 20 wisdom saving throw to see if your character can scrounge up the inner courage to overstuff himself. Yep. So let's see what happens. Not enough. Okay. So Notch uh, has his head hits the plate uh, as he tries to imbibe too much, and uh, you guys see your friend down on the count. His horns shatter the plate. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, the good news is that uh, Lumberjack 2 and Lumberjack 3 are already hit the plate by this time. But the Half-Elf Boy, Lumberjack 1, and Ferrier are still going. Um, well, Notch has failed. And Morva, you are still in it. So, how many meals are you up to again? 
Five. Five. All right, go for your sixth meal. This should be a DC 17 con saving throw. Uh, What'd you get? Failed. Uh, I got a 14. Okay, so you didn't fail by five. 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 So you just need to make a will save equal to 17. Plus zero. <laughs> or, uh, inspiration. Sorry, a wisdom saving throw. You are welcome to use your inspiration point. Good Roll choice. Advantage. Okay, so uh, Morbid's using his inspiration on an eating contest. And this is really what I should not be doing. <laughs> no, it's just the best. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, DC Roll 17. On. Failed. Roll 2. 14. No, because I don't have a wisdom modifier. Okay, I'm sorry, Morbid. So you've passed out, and your total meal count was 5, correct? Yep. So, um, as you pass out, so does the only lumberjack standing, Jeremy. And the half-elf boy and farrier continue, um, until the half-elf boy completes his sixth meal and passes out as well. And farrier completes his seventh and stops himself there without any issues, just knowing that he's the winner. But, uh, he does finish his meal before him to complete his seventh meal. So, uh, the games are over, um... I'm tearing up my ticket <laughs> and uh, throwing it up in the air. Yeah, uh, poor, um, what do we have? Babries. Babries, yeah. Babries had bet on Morva, and unfortunately Morva had failed him. But um, the winner is handed 50 gold, a small golden pig as a trinket, and then a certificate giving him free meals at any place within Telus for the next year. Uh, and some of the shopkeepers make an audible groan. Um, <laughs> and, uh, second place, which was none of you guys, I think it was Half Elf Boy, yep. was, uh, receiving 20 gold. And third place, which Morva would have hit, uh, receives five, and so does Lumberjack one, because you guys tied. So you do Oof. receive your entrance fee back for getting third place. Alright, uh, the announcer comes up and says, uh, our final event of the day is the tree climb. Uh, I hope that you all will find your way back here. And uh, come and watch the final ceremony of the tree climb uh, to inaugurate Belvin, our founder, and the many trees that he's climbed and fell since he created Telus, the great town of which we live in. So, uh, you guys meet up with the group. Your stomachs are hurting <laughs> hard. And, um... You know, you, you cost me five gold there. <laughs> this meal was... Much more painful than five gold. <laughs> <laughs> now, have you tried to eat five gold before? No, thankfully. <laughs> I, I I was actually going to like impose penalties moving on for every will save that you made. Like like afterwards, like if, if one of you like actually pulled off like two will saves beyond your constitutional limit, I would have been like your character walks like at five foot speed for the rest <laughs> of the day or something. But um, luckily for both of you guys, you haven't. So you you're not actually having any negatives or encumbrance or anything like that. Uh, what would you guys like to do in the meantime, or would you like to fast forward to the final event? Uh, Mitha, I guess, has well, brought up... Well, are we going to talk to Farrier? Yeah, I yeah. figured... Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, cool. So, yes. So, was Farrier just kind of hanging out there, or did he move along? He is place? hanging out there. He has no fan club, um, so he's easy to approach. <laughs> Perfect. A lot of people cheer for mm-hmm. him, of course, because he's the town favorite, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Farrier. Yep. Um, congratulations for yourself. Thank you! Um, I believe you are a friend of Fingen Merriwin. Oh yeah, he makes great food! He certainly does, yep. Uh, anyway, uh, I and my friends are from Tribeca, and we are, um, also friends of Fingen, and he was so kind to have let us borrow some horses of his. Yeah, no problem. I'll be down to visit him and pick up my uh, monthly supply of food. But, uh, I'll, I'll drop him off for you. Where are the horses? Campsite. At the campsite, yes. Okay. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. If you brought them with, it doesn't matter if they're at the campsite. It doesn't matter. So, um, he, he now relinquishes you of your duty to return the horses. You guys have completed that. A pool of XP goes into your chart, and <laughs> that's it. Um, so, and I was going to bring up that now that the fooding contest is over, it is time to find a guide for the Catcher Path. You guys are in charge. Well, I can always... Um, Mr. Ferrier. Ferrier. <laughs> oh, yes, 
Uh, me, a, a town native. <laughs> uh, while we have your uh, attention, would you happen to know of any guides for the Ketchy Path? Why would you want to go there? We have some business down the path, so... Yeah, yeah, I mean, people have set up shop. They're, they're running tours and stuff. Um, anybody would rec- recommend? Well, I can tell you that, you know, people who are actually guides would include, uh, Inok, Bahirto, Amos, and Nilu. I don't know about anyone else who's coming to take advantage of, uh, you know, the, the festival, but those guys are actual, you know, natives. Gotcha, thank you. Where can we find these gentlemen, or ladies? Uh, turn right, and left, and right. Ah. That's my way of saying, I'll, I'll get you guys to them. <laughs> so, alright. You guys have found knowledge about some guides, and uh, you do find a whole entire, I guess, like, um, small road of town that has been permitted for those who are running guides. Um, you know, pretty organized festival here. Would I be able to um, go talk to the bookie who took my bet? Yeah. And maybe kind of talk to him about, like, any shady dealings going on around here? Sure. Or anything that, like, you know, with the path, uh, or what's the path called? Ketru. The Ketru path. Um, like, if there's, like, something, like, we should watch out for there, like, any, like, rogues that might, like, know the way. Yeah, well, you can go talk to them by yourself when we have you do that. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, lost. Uh, you win some, you lose some. I'll get you next time. But, uh, anyway, when me and my, me and my companions over there need a guide through the Ketru Pass, do you know of anybody, maybe a little less... Uh, on the up and up, who might be able to get us through? Huh. I don't need. Oh. A, I don't need a shiny white knight. I just need somebody who knows the way. Um. If uh, if you find Dave, he's a half elf. He'll hook you up. All right. Uh. And what's going on with this tree climbing business? You think I can make my money back there? Well, actually, uh, the tree climbing business is where the real, real money's at. Uh, I believe the winner is slated to get a emerald, and along with an emerald, a gold necklace, and along with the necklace, 50 gold. Hmm. So. And where can I sign up for this? Oh, um, go, go up to that guy over there. Okay, um, and, alright, thanks. And, uh, gonna give him, like, a fist pound and a silver. Cool. And, I'll be on my way. So, after you give him a silver, he goes, uh, alright, well, I can't willfully, you know, give you bad information for paid information. It's just not how I am. So, you, you, you're not gonna want to work with Dave. I get a cut from his tours, but, uh, he's, he's not really that great. <laughs> Crossing Dave off my list right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, in all honesty, what's your, uh, purpose for going down the Ketru path? Uh, we need to get some, uh, mystical items, uh, this, this little lass is telling us about. I'm not really sure about what kind of dangers we might, uh, face, so I don't need anybody to protect us. I think we'll be able to protect ourselves. I just need somebody who can get us through safely and, uh, who knows the way. Well... I can't help you much if you don't know your destination, but uh, there's varying degrees of danger depending on that destination. And most of the guys aren't going to help you survive at all, so you don't have to worry about that. But I believe that's all I can offer you at this time. Okay, uh, so Dave is still the best bet? or No, you... no, no. <laughs> Probably not Dave. And <clears throat> I'm losing some money telling you that, so you, you can trust me on that one. All right. Uh, I heard about this... Um... Mirez? Mirez guy? Is he somebody that uh, I can trust? So I forget, I have the list of... Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll run through it real quick. So if you guys like have notes. Yeah. So um, there's Enoch, which, I mean, I'm not going to spell everything. Just throw it in however you want. Because right. you're only picking one of these guys. Beherto, 
Mm-hmm. Aaron? Or Aaron, I think is what I originally called him. Amis? And Nilu. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll give you guys a chance to meet all these people and talk to them anyway, so you don't need perfect information about them, but go ahead. Who are you asking about? Oh, uh, well, um, let me ask about Benerto. Seems like a fancy name. Well, he's an expert craftsman. That's all I can really tell you. Gotcha. Alrighty. Well, thank you. Cool. So, do you want to head over and sign up before meeting up with them over at that street? Uh, well, do they already head out to, um... Yeah, I, I figured I wanted you to go talk to the bookie alone so he'd be more comfortable with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, so they you guys already head out, you weren't waiting for me? Oh, I guess they could have waited for it. That's fine. Yeah. Cool. Go ahead. You meet back up with the group. Alright, um... So, guys, I hear, uh, that there's some bold, uh, prizes to be won in a tree climbing contest I'm after. And also, uh, do not trust a man named Dave to get us through. He, apparently he's good, but he's going to overcharge us. Okay. And I'm going to go sign up for this tree climbing business. I see. Okay. Mepha says, uh, if, if we get a guide, we're leaving without you. Well, you might want to tell the guides where you're going because I didn't, I wasn't able to get a good information because I didn't know where we were going. Well, I have that information, so we're good. So, uh, who would like to sign up for the tree climbing thing? I'm full. <laughs> I said I wouldn't bear any negatives on you. You might burn off some of that. I was about to say, <laughs> I... More of you interested again? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so um, it's 10 gold to enter this contest. It's Ugh. a big contest. But the, um, the prizes you guys looked to check this time around, and uh, second place gets 100 gold, third place gets 50 gold. Um, and I, I think I only have enough combatants that... Yeah. Uh, it's still just first through third are the only ones who get stuff. But. We're climbing a tree, right? Uh, so you, I mean, whoever heads over there, you can ask about how the game plays. And don't forget, if you come with me, there's a chance that I might leave without you. Yeah, Mythos threatening that, you know, this is not the main priority, doing this festival game. You're right. I'm, I'm going to focus more on the Moonstone and... Okay. My way. So... No, it's just Corian. Uh, I'm gonna pull Morva aside. Yeah, Morva. If you want to climb the trees, climb the trees. We're not leaving anybody behind at this point. Well, I'll burn off this horrible idea walking. So, okay. So, do each of you have ten gold? I do. I believe Morva just said that he's not. Going I'm gonna. To walk. Yeah, I think Morva said he's uh, not going to. Okay, gotcha. So, um, I've misunderstood. I'm sorry, Jar. It's okay. So, Bay Breeze, you pay 10 gold. Um, they explain it to you so you have the full rules. Um, so, you are going to start at the base of a tree. Mm-hmm. You will race to not the top of the tree, but the dyed rag pelt, uh, the dyed red pelt that is within the tree. Um, they are all set to the same distance from the bottom. So, uh, you know, don't worry if your tree seems taller than other trees. You know, all of these were measured to put be put at the same spot. Right. And uh, you then must get that pelt. Um, into a bucket that is 50 feet away from the base of the tree. Okay. And they'll show you where the bucket is. And basically, there are no rules other than you can't interfere with your opponents. Cool. So, however you get to the pelt and get it down, um, you know, there's a... Even, like, you're welcome to climb with weapons, whatever you see fit, okay? Right. And you guys get back to the group, and let's get you guys over to all of our catch you path guides. So, um, sitting here is a row of guides, and there is a guy who's uh, not—he's like not behind his uh, table. He's in front of it, and he's like uh, grabbing people's hands and shaking them and talking to them and stuff like that. Um, there is also a Female elf, um, with like a long, willowy red hair. Um, she seems to be equipped for battle, unlike the other guy. Um, uh, there is a man working on some tools, uh, and that's a human. And then there is another man who is sitting quietly behind his table. Uh, he's tall and very handsome. And a half elf and another half elf. So, uh, do you guys want to work through them in any order? Or 
Am I with you guys or no? Uh, I don't know when it's yes, you are. Like, yeah, yeah. We're we're getting everyone together here at the thing. Okay. Um, while they while they all say um and hmm, I'm gonna walk up to uh. Oh, I wasn't humming and hmming. Okay, I was uh, gonna walk up to uh Benerto though, because he's the craftsman. Okay. okay. Um. I was going to walk over to the handsome man, but as you take the lead and start walking over to the other guy, I change direction. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Mitha tells you guys beforehand, um, we need them to take us to the Hidden Cove. That'd be nice to know earlier, lass. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe she did mention that earlier. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had... If you read the note, I believe it was also listed on the note. <laughs> if she put I the can't note on <laughs> Get that on my face. <laughs> I'm sick of Elvish writing in my face. What is with this country? <laughs> no one does this on the seas. <laughs> common. <laughs> Pirates be common. Alright. Alright, uh... Benerto. Oh, yes. Uh, I heard about you from... Did I ever get that bookie's name? Nope. How about... Mm, both. Okay. I think I've used that before, haven't I? Mm. Um, not that I can no. Okay, both. The bookie. Alright. Benerto, I heard about you from a reliable friend that uh, you're a craftsman who knows his way around. Yeah, indeed. Uh, where's your destination? We're looking to go to the Hidden Cove. Hidden Cove. Hidden Cove. Okay. Um, yeah, I know a bit about the cove. You do realize it, it is hidden, so none of us here knows exactly where it is. We don't need some oh. way to get us in the cove. We just need some way to get us across the, uh, what's the path called? Ketru. Ketru Pass. Well, I, um, since, since it appears you've, you've done the research about me, let me explain one thing to you about um, the Ketru Path. Uh, prices are done by how far along the Ketru Path you plan to travel, where the most expensive is um, getting to the... Getting to Enten Noir, and then uh, we have different legs and rates before then. So uh, the Hidden Cove, let me see. I mean, uh, from my knowledge, I, I imagine that's at least two to three legs down, pathwise. So. Aye, and what kind of price are we talking here? Uh, he gets out his like uh, book, and uh, it's big business doing this, being a guide for the Ketru Path. So, uh, I would be fair to you and, um, give you the in-between price, assuming that, you know, it, it might be a little further than I say or, or not, but, um, 150 gold would, uh, get me your, get you my service. And now I'm going to, uh, just kind of lean in and, uh, like whisper in his ear, you see that, uh, fancy looking fellow behind me? That's the, uh, Fingen Merriweather's boy. He, uh, no, not Fingen Merriweather. Uh, Close uh, I, I prefer you to say Fingen Merriweather. the Duke of Merisee's boy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Penlod, the Duke of Merisee's boy. Now, he, he didn't, uh, bring the whole entourage and the coin, uh, that you might be asking for, but I'm sure that a, a good favor for him and his family would do you well. Well, I um, could have business that pays, so maybe I'll get back to you if I don't have paid business. But uh, as for traveling the path, the path is uh, a world apart from Felicia, so his noble status doesn't have as much bearing. Aye. And uh, as I'm going to like step back, and uh, I'm going to give a tap on um, Corian's uh, shoulder, mm -hmm. and just say, uh, I think that maybe uh, you should talk to the next uh, guy. This one's prices seem a little steep. Okay. Okay. So we've done Biherto. I'm going to just color these in my notes. When they're finished, I'll call them red. Um, so who would you guys like to check out next? The man in front of his table, the female elf with the red hair. Uh, Biherto, just to give you a little bit more, because um, I put... So much time into these. He's got black hair and sharp hazel eyes. He's wearing modest uh, garments and has a silver holy symbol that shows up in front of him. Um, so yeah, there is a, like I said, guy who talks in front of the table, elf with red hair, guy sitting, tall, handsome guy who's sitting behind his desk. Um, 
a rugged half elf um, male, and then the final one is a female half elf who is just in peasant clothing. Got it. Okay. I will be heading over to the handsome man as I originally intended. Good. All right. So you come over. Um, his eyes are closed. Uh, he has short black hair, and he is wearing very plain clothing. Um, on his belts, or on his belt, uh, you see that there is a hand axe, and behind him he has an extended, uh, quill, I guess that's what they're called, um, that is actually holding two spears. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, his eyes don't open. Um, hello, we were looking for a guide through the, uh, pass. So slowly he opens his eyes and he gives you this like regal smile and goes, A guide through the past, you say? Yes, sir. You're looking for adventure, maybe. Maybe an item in particular. You've heard lore and stories. That is terribly perceptive of you, sir. <laughs> well, indeed, indeed. I could be that man for you. That's what I'm interested in finding out. I see. Where is it you'd like to head? Well, it's not so much a specific location as it is an area. We are searching for the Lost Cove, Hidden Cove. Indeed, indeed. I can say, though I've never found it, I've collected some information on it, so I'd probably be your best choice. Is that right? Yes, we'd have quite the adventure together. And, uh, this price... Mm. Well, uh, because of my knowledge, I don't think it would be too tough. A hundred gold should suffice. A hundred gold? Mm -hmm. That sounds like a reasonable price. Uh, if you don't mind, I will go speak with my group and get back to you in well, due time. Let, let me just say, there's this grand world ahead of you, and the choice is now. There's two paths, one of adventure and one of monotony. So this deal has 20 minutes until it has expired. Is there any particular reason for the time limit, sir? I can't keep myself held up for one man with a grand adventure and tons of opportunity before him. I have to make myself available to anyone who may have a fate as similar. I understand. Very good. So he closes his eyes again and kind of like positions himself like quirkily like he was, you know, setting a stage. Um, and your name, sir? Aaron. Ironically, I was going to suggest going to talk to Aaron out of just the random list of names. <laughs> okay, um, so let's talk about who's with some of these characters. Um, are all of you sitting behind and listening and watching all of these things? I would think so. Okay, just want to make sure. Um, obviously you're starting to notice that these people are, you know, interesting people, but you're relying on whether or not they know the path well and whether or not they actually have any information about the cove. Yeah. So... Feel free to use skill checks mm -hmm. to gain more information than just the role-playing I'm going to provide you. Yeah, the uh, next thing I was actually looking to do is roll a skill check. Um, I have perception trained. So I would like to just foresee, like, clearly he appears to be, like, well-kept, right? Uh, but yes. that's not necessarily what I'm looking for, you know? I just thought it'd be interesting to find out if he was a noble or something like that and get a general idea about him. Yeah. So I would like to uh, take a look at his weapons, like, not obviously in-depth, but, you know, I'd like to at least glance at them and get an idea sure. for it. So what skill check are you using? Perception? Perception, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, 13, I am trained in it, which means that I get wisdom, so 15 plus 2 for my proficiency bonus, is that right? So 17? Mm -hmm. Alright. Um, what is your class again? Wizard. Okay. Um, 
You perceive that there are no no chips in his weapons that grew up on a military base. Oh, okay. I forgot. And his dad... Collects uh, weapons. Collects weapons. Okay, fine. So these look uh, almost, you know, not... Uh, obviously, they can't be as well-kept as mm-hmm. Penlod's rapiers. Right. But they're well-kept. So well-used, or...? They look well-kept. Okay. <laughs> That's all I can give you. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they've been used. <laughs> all right. So uh, you guys still have a few more to go unless you're ready to make your purchase. And uh, Matt already did one and Reed already did one, so let's have fun and make sure everyone gets involved here. Who would like to go next? Sam or Jared? <laughs> he's already talking. Uh, All right, Jared is because his his awkward silence is killing me. Uh, Jared, <laughs> do you do you remember who's available? The pretty lady or the uh, well? There's the guy in front of the table, the elf with the red hair, the male half elf, the female half elf. And that's everyone I have left, as far as I can tell. The female half-elf, I guess. Female half-elf. <laughs> the, the one that looks least intimidating to <laughs> the dragonborn. It, yeah, really awesome. Yeah. Okay, Jerry, you I've come... I've had more context with female characters than I have male. <laughs> it's, it all goes back to your mother. <laughs> I'm almost okay. Sorry. <laughs> all right. Um, so, um, this female half-elf... Uh, is of like a standard age, maybe close to Metha's age. Um, definitely doesn't look like she's as torn in age as Metha has been, like, uh, you know, not as worn down, rather. She has curly gray hair and dark amber eyes, and she wears travel stained clothing and has riding boots on. Uh, excuse me. Yes. We were wondering if you could take us up the catcher path. That is my job. Uh, do you know of a hidden cove? I know a little about the cove. I've never found it. Okay. Uh, how often have you gone up the path? I know the path. Okay. Does she have any weapons on her or anything? No, she's not. What are your rates? Uh, where are you planning on heading? Well, we're in search of the Hidden Cove, so that could be anywhere along the path. Okay, um, you know, it's going to run you anywhere between 90 to 150, depending on, you know, how long I'm out with you, whether or not we find the cove. Mm -hmm. Bare minimum is 90, though. Alright. Uh, thank you for your help. I... We'll get back to you. Okay. And Notch. Got a couple people left here. Okay. Um, let's go with the pretty armed elf chick. Sure. So, red hair elf? Red hair elf. Okay. Um, so, willowy red hair, gray eyes, hide armor, and has a rapier and long bow. <laughs> in case equipment is something you're interested in in a guy. <laughs> well... As far as I know, this is a dangerous path. So. Giving you what I have. Gotcha. What can I do for you? Good afternoon. Afternoon. Obviously, I'm here for a guide. Well, I I am a guide. How often do you go on the path? Fairly often. I've been doing it for the past year. Seems you have quite a few weapons in there. Is it a dangerous walk? Uh, learning the path is no simple task. So I still, I still, you know, take them with me. Have you gained much knowledge of this path? Yes, I mean, I, I'd say I know it moderately well. Hmm. And along your travels, have you, has anyone ever inquired about the Hidden Cove? I don't know much about the cove, honestly. Hmm. Would you like to find out about the Hidden Cove? Uh, indeed, yes. Hmm. If that was your destination, I could probably give you a break in services. And about how much would you be willing? Well, my standard is 175, but I could probably do it for 160. Hmm. Would we be able to do a half now, half later, since you don't know, per se, if you can handle this? Uh, it seems that you uh, haven't talked to some of the other men, but uh, we all are a bit of a guild here. And uh, due to that, everyone should be accepting your money up front. No one should be taking it at the end. 
just seems not that, that I don't trust you people, but it's a hidden cove. I don't know if you guys will be able to. Well, we risk our lives when we do this, and, um, you know, honestly, it, the path could kill us more so than you could, so we deposit our money before we leave. <laughs> Seems like a good idea. Uh, and what is your name? Enoch. Enoch. Or Enoch. I don't know. I wrote it down. Nick? Yeah, we'll go with Enoch. Alright. Um, very good. I will discuss your terms with my party. Okay. So, um, there are two guides left. We will have you guys approach them together. One guy left. No, there's no, two. two. Mm-hmm. Sorry. There is the half-elf, uh, male. And then there is the half-elf commoner who's in front of his... Male commoner who's in front of things. So both half-elf males. It's probably Dave. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let's, let's get Dave in real quick. Um, he stops you guys. He sees that you're stopping by every stand and says, like, uh, uh, hey, hey, you guys looking to go down the catcher path. Sure are. Great. I'm Dave and I'm your guide. Whatever they're charging, I'll charge half. What quotes do you have so far? 200. I've got 100. 150? 175. I'll do 50 then. And, um, can I start talking to him and, uh, that thieves can't? Um, uh, he actually doesn't know it. Uh, <laughs> okay. He's not an honorary thieves member, unfortunately. Like, um, <laughs> like, he, you'll, Dave, so like, I'll, I'll so try you like come talk, over to him and I'll start like, talking a little bit, and then, uh, he's just gonna stand there like, what? You smell the alcohol in his breath, and he sways to the left with his dirty blonde hair, and, like, kind of goes, well, what was that? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Uh, I was saying that both, uh, told me about you and said that, uh, you guys would cut me in for an even special, an even more special deal. Oh, I can't do lower than 50. Both's going to take his cut, so. Um, all right. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to let him know that I like that offer, but what about the others? Uh, are you talking to him about what, what about the other offers? Oh, the others. I like your deal. What do you guys think? Uh, it's cheap, but cheap can be cheap. Okay, Myth is gonna pipe up like, did anyone even tell him where we're going? Nope. Nope. He just generally assumed that he was coming. Alright, well, we're going to the cove, Dave. Dave goes, yeah, 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 the cove. I've been there. You have been there. Yep. What's it look like? You know, it's cavernous. Aren't caves usually cavernous? That's the point, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're welcome to use insight checks if you'd like. Uh, you know, roll it. Yeah, I, I mean, I prefer not to have to offer skill checks. It's nice when you guys say, like, I have this skill and I want to use it. So anyone who beat a 10 tells that he's lying. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, no one's been to the coup. <laughs> I'm moving along. Okay. Right. So you guys you guys have your quote from Dave. <laughs> uh, you, you might be forced to take it at some point. <laughs> and um, the final guy, you get over him just to do your dil- dil- due diligence. He is much more rugged and um, battle, like apt it seems. He's got auburn hair, gray eyes. He wears splint mail and wields a battle axe, and uh, he has an animal companion, which is a ginger-colored dog, uh, who's just sitting by his side. This is Nilu? This is Amis. Amis. Yeah, Nilu was who Morva talked to. That was the commoner, the female commoner. Gotcha. Okay. So someone take the initiative and talk to Amis for me. Hi, Elf. Hey, Dragonborn. Hello. Do you, uh, know the catcher path? Yeah, I know the catcher path. How long have you been doing it? A while. Do you know anything about the Hidden Cove? Actually, I know uh, much about the Hidden Cove. That's why I've been learning the catcher path. I see. What are your rates? Um... You're planning on trying to get to the cove? Yes. If you help me find the cove, I will charge you uh, 80. But uh, if I find it for you, it'll be 130. 
I'm good. Can we help him find it? That'll work. Maybe mm-hmm. we can help him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so someone give me an insight check on how well he knows the path. That's why. Okay. Um, your insight not sh- shows you that uh, he is very set up for combat and battle. Um, everyone else seems to not need to do so. So it could be that he's just got like a certain personality to him, or it could be that he finds himself in a lot of trouble when he goes on the Ketri path. Um, and with your further insight, uh, you do believe that he is searching for the cove. And seems hopeful of finding it. And why are you searching for the cove? That's my own business. And this is my other business. I'm going to turn to Mitha and be like, do you trust this guy? I trust whoever we can afford, whoever gets us on our way. Uh, How much gold do you have together? I hear all these quotes. Do do we, does anyone have enough to pay any of them? I do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we can gather up the money between us. Plenty, easy enough. Yeah. This, this is the best rate we've had so far. I believe so. I'm gonna just um. I guess are we stepping away from him? Group or are we? Yeah, group yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, right. let me know. All right. Uh, well, well, lads, do we? Do we even need a guide at these prices? I'd rather not get lost in there. I know at least that it's notorious for being dangerous. Do you think that that danger is worth the price for these guides? I have no need for my money. You can always hand it over to me, lad. (laughs) (laughs) Considering your habits, I'd rather not. Ooh. (laughs) Uh, well... If we don't get a guide, I know someone will be upset because we might take a little longer. As long as we're on a path, I will not be upset. But uh, I can tell you that I am not a combatant. So should we get in trouble, I will not be taking place in any of the uh, fighting. I will be saving my own skin and picking up the moonstone off of your carcass if need be. No problem, Bethan. Um, but, I mean, from what this guy has been telling us, he seems to know the most of, about the Hidden Cove, from the people yeah, that I've talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Inquiring, do you believe that we need a, uh, we need a guide, and not just, let's say, a map? Eh, uh, well, honestly, this may come as a surprise, but I have not done much adventuring in my time, so I don't know if... I would be very comfortable going out into the wilderness off the road, off the, you know, established road at any rate, without some company that knows it. I see. All right, lads, well, I'll let you make the decision on who to pick. I'm going to go to the tree, and uh, if you need, I'm going to hand out Quarian 25 gold. Um, let this be my cut, and if, you, if I owe you any later, or okay. if you owe me... Okay. Good luck. So I suppose we're settled on Amez? Amez? I like him. I suppose. Yes. Uh, on the note of traveling, should we pick up some tents and, and things? That would probably be a good idea. <laughs> Ingenious. That would be helpful. Adventuring gear. Yeah. Okay, Mitha says, let's, let's uh, sign the deal and get together the products that we need for the journey and get out of here. So, I'll go up to Amos. 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 Um, Alright, Amos. I believe we have decided that you are the best one here for us. Very well. Well, you get two for the price of one, as my dog, Irwellis, will be coming with us. Irwellis. She's a good spot dog. I uh, put my hand in front of her to get my scent. Does she freak out? No. Very well behaved dog. Um, one question, Amez. Um, we help you find the hidden cove. 
boss is 80. Does that just mean we are with you when that happens? Well, uh, honestly, I wish to keep my membership with the uh, other patrons here. And uh, to offer you a discount after payment is not okay. So what I will need is us to, you know, find and enter the cove. And at which point I no longer need to be a guide. And I don't mind if the story gets back to the others. But uh, the, the deal would be written and signed as 130 gold. And if one of you are the ones to discover and find the cove, that is, you know, see it before I do, locate it um, yourselves, not come up with a good idea that allows me to locate it, then I will refund you 50 gold. Okay. That sounds clear enough. So, so we're actually paying one right, right, um That would be quite a lot of money passing hands in, you know, several different points. Would it not be better to just split the difference and write the bill for 100 and we will give you the other 30 if you find it? Uh, you know, the question of if comes up and I'd rather a solid deal on the table before I leave town because if, if we never find it with no solid deal, that is a trouble. And why is it 130 as opposed to 100 to begin with? Because that's my cost. That's, that's what I'm worth. Me and Irwellis. I see. Because I noticed Dave over there was selling himself for 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you meet Dave late at night, I'll sell himself for less. And, um... Oh, shoot, what's his name? Who, which one? Uh, is it a guide or is it a person? Yeah, a guide. Fancy, what, man? Fancy, 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 fancy. Fancy, fancy. Fancy, fancy? That's Aaron. Or Aaron. And... Aaron was selling his services for a hundred. Well, Aaron hasn't had as much experience with the cove as I've had. And yet you haven't found the cove, so... It wouldn't be hidden if I had. I also wouldn't be here. what is the extra 30 gold pieces for, then, if you don't know the location of the cove? Well, I will at least be at the very, you know, be possible to uh, help you search for it, and since it's in uncharted territory... We may find ourselves in uh, a more dangerous situation, and I can tell you, looking at that guy, that uh, he doesn't get into much battle himself. He sticks to the path, and I think if we're going to find something hidden, we're going to have to go off the beaten path. All right. So, how about one twenty? In the nature of time saving here, I will sign the papers for one twenty-five. If you're just looking for a deal. Well, I just don't take much stake in, uh... No, never mind, just... Okay, so, uh, you, you, do you guys want to sign papers today for 125? Yeah, sure. Okay, um, so there's actually, like, a, a town official who has to give you guys paperwork saying that Telus is not responsible for services rendered and death that may come from traveling the catcher path. The catcher path is a theory, not a real path. And that being true, um, you know, it does not lead to or, you know, promise any true desired location. Uh, your guides take upon them all of the uh, fault if they have lied in any way or provided you with faulty services and tell us will not be to believe. Okay? Good. Reasonable. So you all sign your service logs and decide how you're coming up with 130 gold. 125. I'm sorry, yes. 125 gold together. I'm pitching cool. in 50. And um, he tells you guys that uh, he will be ready to leave in the morning. Gotcha. Uh, it's best to set out on the catcher bath early morning because uh, to get caught in the catcher bath late at night is not a safe thing at all. Yeah, visibility is less, everything like that. So, Cool. Well, while so he thinks that it's going to take less than a day to find this clover. He hopes to, yeah. He, 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 um, from the hints that he's been given... He has a good idea of where the cove is, and he'll discuss more. Um, so he, he knows where you guys need to search next to hopefully find it. And as long as things go well, that should only take... about nine hours of traveling, if things go well. Alright. Cool. So, I have eight gold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting 50 
right. You've got eight. 58. That leaves... 25. Uh, I gave you 25. Mm-hmm. I left. So that's 83 total? 83. I wrote 50 so, to cover... Do you have any? Mm-hmm. Mitha was yeah. a prisoner. She has no money. Right. Yeah. So how much does that need for me, though? Uh, 125 minus 83. 40. Yeah. Do you got it, Corian? Yes, I have it. Okay. So everyone minus all of their gold. I'm broke. Except, good? yeah. I know you already have. And Mitha says, uh, you know, she, I guess she tries to heckle with him about the, leaving in the morning, and he says, you know, obviously you, you won't get to your destination unless we leave in the morning. Right. It's much less likely. And she accepts that. So she is going to go back to the tent ground um, and meet you guys there later, and hopefully you guys will be able to purchase services to stay at night again. Yeah. And we can go to Babies's so we can Feastable for the other one. Tree, trivial, trial. I don't know. All right, we'll call it something. It's trial, huh? Trial, trial. The trial trials. We'll go with that. Uh, it's the best we can do. I'm sorry. Thanks for setting the bar so high, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, can't all be winners, guys. Yeah. So let's uh, do the same thing we did last time. I'll go over. I already, I already told you how it works. Um, you actually go against five other five other guys. Um, and we will have the gun sound and your character start running, uh, start climbing up the tree. Okay. So the rule is, and I'm trying to use 5e rules for climbing and things like that, obviously, but, um... It's acrobatics, right? <laughs> is acrobatics athletics, I think you mean. Cause I, Damn it. No, there's no athletics. There no, there's no athletics. Athletics exists. I thought you could do either or. I don't see it. So, um... It's... Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. My bad. So, yeah, uh, I, you can't use acrobatics. Acrobatics is a dex-based skill. Climb is a strength-based, even though, you know, as it was in Pathfinder, it right. still isn't 5e. Mm-hmm. So, um... You will be using athletics, and you have proficiency in that at least, so with your 8 strength, they'll be getting a plus 1 to all checks. Um... You look at the tree before you, and you remember, so you're out of rope. And uh, you start seeing the tree in a different way. Why don't you give me a perception check on this tree okay. with advantage? Uh, so can I get your die? Okay. Yep. Thank you. Five die will attack. All right, so I rolled a six and a seven. <laughs> See? So you so got a 67. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's hey, how advantage works so That's how advantage works in five <laughs> Yeah. If I um, this correctly. So uh, you don't have any particular path. You start grabbing limbs and start climbing. Um, the problem is that he really is out of rope at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um, so climbing just requires an extra foot of movement. So what is your base movement? 25. So you will move 12 feet around. Okay. Uh, I mean, I guess that's how it works. Um, oh. So at 12 feet around... You need to get 50 foot up, uh, and during this period of time, you can use a strength track with each round. We're going to keep track of rounds on this. So, yes, yeah, so you move 12 feet per round, um, and you may make a DC 15 strength athletics check, or just, I guess, DC 15 athletics check, which will allow you to scale upwards or downwards um, at a climb speed equal to three quarters your movement. Uh, fail by five or more and make no progress when you choose to do this instead of moving at regular rate, and fail by ten or more and you risk falling. Okay, so I can still take a 12 foot without any rolls? Correct. Okay. And you need to get 50 feet, so it will take you four rounds, and we'll say you reach the other two feet with your arm, okay? Okay. So four rounds to reach the top, if that's what you'd like to do, and then you've got to get down 50 feet and run 50 feet to the bin, or, you know, however you plan on getting this red pelt into the basket. I have a good idea, uh, so let's roll with it while we're doing it. Okay. Um, I also would like to say that I'm kind of sad that I'm only second level, because uh, thieves in the PHB have second story work. Um, so at third level, I'd have the ability to climb faster than normal, and climbing would no longer cost me extra movement. So I'm just one level off from being that a tree be... climbing champion. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's so unfortunate. I'm so sorry. Okay, so what would you like to do? Would you like to spend four rounds at normal speed, or would you like to gamble any of your rounds? Oh, four rounds at normal speed. From from uh, <laughs> Mordecai's experience. Yeah, experience, I'm really bad at, at uh, okay. skill checks. I, since you're the only person playing, I can keep track of your rounds for you. 
So I've got four R's already. Okay. You are now at the red pelt up in the tree. All right. You got there safely. Uh, you can't really see anyone else because you're within these uh, big fir trees. Sure. Uh, How hard would it be for me to stick the um, stick the pelt pelt uh, on a bow and shoot it into the basket? You would have to wrap it around the arrow, which can I pierce it? Um, I'm worried about what what kind of pelt is this because it's like an animal pelt. I'm worried about yeah. weight. The, the, so yeah, that'll screw. throw off your arrow. Yeah, if, if you have, if at least you, you can choose however you want to do it. So what we'll do is you're going to probably get like double disadvantage. I guess I'll just give you disadvantage for shooting it, um, with a hole through it. If you wrap it, you're just going to take like a negative two or something, maybe a negative four. And I guess the. <laughs> you think more? Way more. Like. Because you're adding so much weight to an arrow? Yeah. You're, you're like quintupling the weight of the arrow, even if we're talking about like a rabbit pelt. Like, arrows are really light. So, we're going to make it really simple. If you're going to go for the arrow trick, um, how, what is your base range? You know how they have like the base and the long range choices? Um, I don't have, I didn't write down my base range. Alright, it's a longbow or a shortbow? Shortbow. My range. So actually, shortbows have 80 feet base. And if we do the math for a right triangle, we figured out it's 70 feet shooting from 50 feet up in the air, 50 feet to a basket. Right. Um, I am thinking you will get four disadvantage, so roll four dice, take the lowest one if you pierce the pelt through your arrow. Triple disadvantage and one round cost if you wrap the pelt around the arrow. And then otherwise, you can make any other decisions you want to try to get this thing where it needs to go. Right. And I think, um, is there any way for me to use my acrobatics to get down quicker uh, yes. than the four rounds? Yes. We'll have you, you, I mean, you can drop at full speed as long as you make a successful acrobatics check or take neg- or take uh, penalties closer to that of the strength checks. Like, you know, you might fall if you fail by too much. Gotcha. You All might right. hit a tree limb on your way down. Well, that sounds like a good plan. Uh, so good. then I'll use my acrobatics to get down. Um, so what would you like me to roll? So this is round five, um, for you, and we will make the DC at the top of a tree, there is more branches closer together. Well, it's only 50 foot up, and you said trees are different sizes, so... Correct. Good point. I'm just going to make the DC get lower as you get down lower. That's the only thing I'm thinking. So we'll do 17 for your first DC. Okay. Um, and it's a F... Acrobatics check. Okay. So I rolled a four, and even with my plus eight, it's only 12. Okay. So So you fail by five. five. So you only travel half down. Okay. Um, And please, there's no reflex save, so make a dexterity saving throw. DC 10, just to make sure you don't slip and fall. Uh, 15 plus six is 20. Cool. No problem. So you spent one round. You are three rounds closer to getting to the bottom at that rate. But, you know, you've got, what, 38 feet to go. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, um, another fall. So, another one. And this one's one less DC. So All it's right, well, I rolled a 19, so okay. I'm good yes. on that. So, you fall at full speed, so you're now 18 feet from the ground. Or okay. 8 feet from the ground, right? I have 38 minus... 25, 25 is 13. Okay, 13 feet from the ground, and I write down a round for you. All right, and I'm going to make another jump. Hopefully, I can jump a little bit further. Sure. I rolled a 14 uh, plus my 8, so 22. No problem. So, you, you can see the ground at this point. You jump down. And you've got 40 feet to run for your final round to get to the basket. All right, well, I move at 25. Uh, can I use my additional um, movement to do that? Definitely. Okay. So, um, <laughs> well, why don't we just bring this up for fun? Uh, you right. have a movement action and a bonus action on all of your turns. In the bonus action, you can take a dash. Correct. Uh, so, good. I guess, I guess you you can't. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't have been able to move twice anyway, but you would have been able to dash. We'll just leave it where it is. So you dash to the thing. I put in your final round counter, um, and your total round count was... Okay. Uh, just to clear it up, um, on page 96, cutting action, it says you can take a bonus action on each of your turns in combat. So if you feel like, as a DM, this would be good for a flavor, or if you feel like, as a DM, you want to give me that extra round... That's up to you because it says specifically in the book in combat. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, um, 
Well, we, I think we made it into a skill challenge. So I need your initiative because you tied with someone. And uh, okay. I need to see if you were the first one to beat them to the thing or not. All right. I want to roll it closer to you so you can see okay. it. Uh, so a three okay. plus a four is a seven. Okay. Um, so you were kicked out of fourth place and took fifth place out of six, unfortunately. Um, and uh, that is the last festival of the game. I'm sorry that uh, no one won big. And uh, we can end the podcast there. Uh, the characters will be resting and heading to the Ketru Path next episode. So thank you for tuning in to the Pathless Podcast. Check out our website at pathlesspodcast.com. You've probably heard the plugs on the other episodes, so we'll let you go now. And uh, we hope that you're having fun tuning in. Until next time, it's time you set sail with Mananin MacLear.